Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we are going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is actually some Chex Mix. Mm. Okay, and I have... Y'all remember last season, my top junk mm-hmm. for the whole season was Pop-Tart Bites. So, I have another flavor, which is Frosted Chocolatey Fudge. Ooh. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we did on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. This is Mr. Monk's Other Brother, Season 7, Episode 10. Here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see Monk in his apartment watching the morning news. Here's a story about an escaped convict, Joe Endicott, who broke out of prison, killed a woman named Lindsay Bishop, and is now on the loose. Then suddenly, Monk hears a crash from the living room and immediately runs to get his gun. Before he can do much harm, the intruder announces himself as Adrian's brother, Jack Jr., on his father's side. He reveals that he is the escaped convict, Joe Endicott, then explains that he did sell some stolen cars but did not kill the woman like the news said. He begs and convinces Adrian to help clear him for that crime. Monk's constant distrust in Jack continues as the investigation proceeds. Jack's uncovered lies also help with the case, like the fact that he had a cellmate whose secret tunnel he actually stole to escape from prison. Also, a watch he swiped from the murdered woman's home. It turns out the two were connected. His cellmate, Shiv, was also working with one of the prison guards, Daniel Reese, who is also Lindsay Bishop's lover. So, Reese wanted to kill Lindsay and use Shiv as a patsy. He set Lindsay's dead body up in the car and waited for Shiv to escape so he could open fire on him, killing two birds with one stone. Monk figures all of this out when he sees that Reese's silverware from his home matches a silver knife used to murder Bishop. At the same time, Reese figures out that Monk had figured him out and opens fire on Adrian, Natalie, and Jack Jr., Jack ultimately chooses to save the day over his own freedom, and Monk has a brother in the end. All right. So that was Mr. Monk's other brother. Candace, what did you like about this episode? Okay. I put Noah is, quote, so smart. What? I was smart. (laughs) There you go. There you go. You heard it. As soon as the episode starts, he... Sees Jack Jr., which, you know, says Joe Endicott or whatever. He sees him on the screen and he's like, I think maybe before he even crashed into Monk's apartment, you said, oh, he's going to go get Monk because he put him away for murder. And I was like, mm, mm, that's not true. <laughs> and, then okay, cr- okay. and then he and then he crashes in and you're like, I am so smart. <laughs> and then he's like. I'm your brother, and Noah says nothing to, like, clarify. <laughs> oh, I guess I was wrong. He just lets it go. <laughs> I, I so I jotted it down. I about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I jotted it down. Noah is so smart. I did actually get something that was correct. I guess that the Watchtower guy did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm a big-brained boy. Yeah, okay, that's true. Okay, so my first like is Monk's Square Pancakes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just, why? What's the difference? It just makes them smaller and smaller. I Okay, I, I'm not going to write that as a plot hole, but it just made me think, 
because we watched it twice and he cuts them over and over to like continue to make them equal. Mm -hmm. But then he stacks the other pancake like on top of the other pancakes, meaning that he makes them all that small. You know what I mean? Because it almost made it look like he was just trying to cut it like, oh, still not even, still not even. Like, you could make a pretty large pancake into a square, but he has tiny little pancakes. Yeah. It's kind of tedious and wasteful. That is true. I like Jack Jr. He, he was like, because uh, the whole time, it's it's I'm probably going to mix up these scenes because the whole time he's basically begging Monk throughout the whole episode. Mm-hmm. So, but this is the part where he's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll go back to prison, but just please let me call my mother. For old times' sake. We don't have old times. <laughs> what old times? <laughs> Remember? Remember that time in the hallway when you hit me on the head? That was so funny. <laughs> and he's like, that was 30 minutes ago. And he's like, well, it's something. I mean, it's a start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. My next like is like also in that mom scene, which Jack is smarter than he lets on. His whole mom begging spiel with his girlfriend was the only reason Monk gave him a chance. And he had to have planned that after he broke out of prison and somehow, like, called her, talked to her, went to see her or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, I thought about that, again, almost a plot hole, because he's, like, covered in sewer and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he obviously didn't go to visit her because he probably would have taken a shower or something. Mm -hmm. But he probably called her on the phone because he would have had to have coordinated that whole thing with his girlfriend. But yeah, he is he is smart because he had to pre-do that yeah. before he even saw Monk. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I actually really love Monk's distrust of him through the yeah. whole episode. I think he's always on his toes. Yeah. yeah, it it makes it in a way different from makes a friend mm-hmm. because Monk is gullible like right off the bat. Yeah, and and a lot of other episodes where we're like, oh, sweet gullible Monk. This one, he's like, ultimate, I do not trust you the whole time, which yeah. makes for some really good comedy, mm-hmm. I think. And then, like, whenever Jack is, uh, he's like, I'm your brother, and I'm on my knees. And he's like, <laughs> don't scuff the floor. <laughs> I was like, see, that's good comedy right there. <laughs> my next like is whenever he breaks into Monk's house. He's, Monk is going to his gun box, and he's, like, putting in the code, and he can't quite do it. And he hits him over the head. He's like, oh, man, that hurt. And he's like... There's a gun in here. Take my word for it. <laughs> and he's like pointing it at him yeah. like it's a gun. There's a gun in here. <laughs> Take my word for it. And he like, what does he do? He runs into the other room and then he like comes back uh-huh. with the box still with the phone in his hand or something. It's so funny. I put that too. I love the opening scene. It was really suspenseful because mm-hmm. like you didn't know that it was his brother. So you just thought he's in there. Mm-hmm. I put... The really sweet scene. They have a sweet moment where they're watching a movie. And like, oh, dad used to love this movie. And he's like, yeah, I know. Like, that's why I'm watching it or whatever. And then Monk goes to grab the popcorn. And he's like, oh, you put cinnamon on it. And he's like, oh, yeah. So they, like, connected over both of those things. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, a huge dislike (laughs) that Jack ruins it in a moment. But I really did like that moment. It was really sweet. Mm -hmm. Um. Is it Mr. Monk meets his dad? Is that the episode where mm-hmm. he's called? Back? Yeah. Okay. So there's a callback to Jack Jr. for Mr. Monk meets his dad, and I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And he says that he only smokes pot in his basement. And he's a failure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's that's really cool that this whole episode is a callback to one part of one episode. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually really clever. 
So as far as calling back to other episodes, I got, but both times I watched it, I got biggest fan vibes and makes a friend vibes like mixed together Mm -hmm. because it was like makes a friend like Hal's kind of charming, you know? Yeah. So he's kind of like friendly with him and he's funny, but he's not out to hurt Monk. Yeah. Which makes it better because we don't like Hal. Yeah. You know, maybe you might like Jack personally, like, oh my gosh, he's a liar, whatever, whatever. But you're not supposed to like Hal because mm-hmm. he's a murderer, which Jack isn't. And then biggest fan vibes because Marcy is like so admirable of him. And mm-hmm. then he's, again, harmless. Like Marcy's harmless too. You know, she's crazy, yeah. but she's harmless. So it was like a little bit of those two mixed together. It, it gave me Marcy vibes and also Hal vibes. So, yeah, that major Hal vibes for me. I didn't even think about Marcy, but it's good. I'm a lovable rogue. No one calls themselves lovable lovable rogues. Lovable rogues do. <laughs> I love that line. What's a rogue though? Like someone who's like like a drifter? What's a rogue? Someone or like a who, rebel? Someone who does their own thing. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, I don't know. What is rogue? Like lovable. Like... Definition of a rogue. Oh, a dishonest or an unprincipled man. So that's what he's saying. So a dishonest man. How can like a dishonest bad man be lovable? And so he's like, people like rogues don't call themselves lovable rogues. He's like, Mm -hmm. lovable rogues. (laughs) That's funny. I like that. Okay. I put Jack's mom is from mom in air quotes. (laughs) <laughs> we, we don't know. We know that's not his real mom, but maybe his mom actually is. From Albuquerque, right? Amarillo, Amarillo. Texas. Frick. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, but I wrote it down just because I just went to Amarillo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I went to the big Texan and I stayed in a really cool Airbnb and I went to Yellow City Street Food and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and so whenever he said Amarillo, I was like, oh, oh Amarillo. <laughs> okay. My next like is... After Monk agrees to help Jack Jr., he says, thanks, bro. Monk goes, half, bro. <laughs> yep. Uh, I put the the scene where they're at the prison and they're investigating, like, where Jack Jr., you know, or Joe Indica, I guess I should mm-hmm. say, where he's run off to. They have the dogs out and everything, and Monk is talking to Stottlemyre. And he's like, oh, you have a pen pal. I didn't know people still did that. He's like, oh, yep. He's like, what's his name? And he's like, Jack Gretzky. He's like any relation, and he's and he tells him he's from Canada, so like, where the, because Wayne Gretzky's Canadian, and so he's like any relation, and he's like, what? No, why would you say that? We don't even look alike. <laughs> he's like, I'm talking about Wayne Gretzky, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> which is so funny because I was like, where did he come up with Canada and Gretzky? And then, because he obviously thought of that on the fly, because why would he say his name was Jack? Like, he was like, Jack Gretzky. So, you know what I mean? Like, Monk heard the name Gretzky. That's where he was pulling it from, was Mm -hmm. Wayne Gretzky. Yet he didn't know Stoudemire was talking about Wayne Gretzky. Or I guess he just felt like guilty conscience. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. I think it's your turn. Oh, it is. Hand of God. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. Hand of God. Hand of God. (laughs) God doesn't want to see your hand. It's just so, it is so funny. <laughs> Every two seconds. Hey, to God. And then he busts him in a lie. And you're like, okay. That's why God doesn't want to hear his hand. Okay. I am actually, I have only one more thing. Same. 
Oh, okay. So you go just in case. I'm doing my question, my like-dislike thing again. Mine's a good one. Okay. Um, did I wake you up? No. All the noise you've made woke me up. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't you. It was just what you were doing and all of the noise you were making. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was funny. It was really funny. Okay, my last thing is, do we like Jack? Ooh! Yep! He's a lovable rogue, Candace. I can't not like him. That's so funny, because when we were watching, I was like, oh gosh, this is us in the future. So of course you identify with a lovable rogue. <laughs> I like the actor, which I'll talk about, and he's the guy. Same. So I like the actor, and I think that Jack was a funny person, and he was comedic, and I think that he brought that to this episode for sure. But I didn't like him as a brother for Monk, if that makes sense. Like, I, I mean, yeah, like, I liked Jack as, not like, I, not, not like, oh, I like him as a person and I would want to hang out with him. But for what he was, he brought comedy and that type, you know, he brought the comedy in this episode. So I liked him and he was also seemed like a funny person, but I don't like that he's Monk's brother, if that really? makes sense. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. It's not like, oh, well, I don't know. It's it's because for me, it's just, it's so hard to trust him. I feel like he had that like really strong redeeming quality in the end mm -hmm. where he saved them, obviously. Mm -hmm. But to have Monk be like, well, he's not a terrible person. Well, he's not a terrible person, but that doesn't mean he's not going to try to take advantage of you every two seconds. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I feel like this storyline just happened to end when they were on good terms. Yeah. You know? And if Jack could screw him over again, he'd do it. So that's what I don't like about him. Yeah. But um, if that makes sense, right? So I like I like Jack as a character, but I don't like that he's Monk's brother. I also, I mean, kind of said this already, but I felt like Jack did have really genuine times, but it's so hard to tell if he's being genuine. So like whenever he like asked about Ambrose... Like, oh, how is Ambrose doing? Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's sweet. Like, he actually cares how Ambrose is doing. I'm like, or was he just making conversation or just trying to show that he knew Ambrose? Or, you know, mm -hmm. or the time when he was crying and Stoudemire's like, why is your pen pal crying? And he's like, what does he say? He was like, how would you, how would you react if your pen pal thought you were a prowler? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, again, it was funny and it was genuine because he seemed like he was actually crying but was he still trying to manipulate Monk into doing what he wanted to and not tell the captain? Because that was his last ditch effort right there when he finally that... called the cops. So it's just it's just tough. But uh. I liked him because he reminded me of Monk's dad. You, you know? liked and you liked Monk's dad? Because no, in that it, episode it I ripped sense. into Monk's dad. It just dad. makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Like it makes sense that those two are related. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like the character, but I don't like that he is Monk's brother. I don't necessarily like that Monk's dad is his dad either. I didn't like Monk's dad at all, at all though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I like Jack. Okay. End of story. I'm not going to be like, oh, I like him, but he's bad, but he's good. I liked him. He was cool. He was funny. Okay. All right. So what did we not like about this episode then? I only I only have a few things. I only have three. Oh, okay. Um, number one is where was Randy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put no Randy action question mark. Like mm -hmm. 
at the very end, he has a line. Oh, no. That's what I thought, too. But then he also is the one who he has his shades on. He's so unrecognizable, but he has his, like, shades on. He's introducing the warden and the guard that guy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. So there's not no Randy action, but... Where was yeah. he? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess... I don't know. I guess they thought they had enough comedy in the mm-hmm. Jack character. Okay, I put the sobbing mother... Like, geez. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. But she's like, why? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, lady, calm down. <laughs> and then and then you're thinking like, oh, my gosh, she's like an old woman. And she's actually crying. And then you figure out later that it's a lie. So you're like, really? Mm-hmm. So just the whole fact of like, this lady was being extra anyway. It was cute. It was funny. Then you realize that she was lying. And that <laughs> Jack Jr., was lying to Monk about, yeah. oh, 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 that's what I didn't like. I wrote it really small. Is that she lied about Jack Sr. Talking about Monk all the time. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that's low. Because mm-hmm. that, like you said, that's what got him to do it. That's messed up. That's so messed up. Because he's like, oh, he did? He talks about me? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> and my next one is, and Jack knocked his cellmate out. Right? When he goes, he t- like tells this, like, here's what happened. And it's, like, black and white. And he's like, oh, I have no cellmate. So I just dug under the tunnel with a spoon. And you're like, oh, wow, he's just trying to get out of jail. Uh-huh. And then the next scene, he's like, oh, yeah, I have a cellmate. Boom! <laughs> Who did all the work for him. And then also showed him a secret tunnel. Why couldn't they go down the tunnel together? Like, what? I almost wrote that as a plot hole. But I, I-, I have quite a few. I was like, that's rude. Why wouldn't you just go together? He showed you anyway. So he probably was going to take you. What was he going to be like? Oh, yeah, but I'm going to show you this, but you can't come. Like, Mm -hmm. no, they were both going to get out together. So I don't know. I I thought that was um, one of those character flaws where you're like, you can't take back. That's what he did. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh, he's lovable. And like, remember when he knocked out his cellmate? Like, that was messed up. That is so messed up, dude. Imagine like working all that time and being like. The last day. He said he just moved into that cell. And he, and then exactly. He shows exactly. Well, I guess that's actually kind of better because he didn't actually know the guy. That's true. Oh, no, he did know the guy because he mentioned, oh, yeah, that's Shiv. He's an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was also rude. <laughs> that was funny, though. It was. And then also, of course, he's using Monk and lying to him the whole episode about just any random stuff. Mm. And then he lies to Natalie about opening an <laughs> orphanage in Quebec. And she's, like, trying to give them all... And it was funny, because I almost wrote down, like, really? Natalie's really going to believe this guy? Mm-hmm. And then I forgot that it was supposed to be his pen pal. So she didn't have any reason to not believe him. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Natalie, you get a pass. You get a pass. But, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Natalie does not get a pass on? Oh. Her throw. Are you kidding? Oh, is that what you're thinking of? Oh, no, I thought you were going to say flirting with Jack. No, for her a second. throw. At the very oh. end, high stakes... They have to give the car keys to Jack Jr. He's all the way, like, on some... They're hiding behind the logs. He's hiding behind some barrel or something. And she throws him the keys. I, I guess I didn't Natalie realize that... I, I didn't, guess I didn't realize that was Natalie. But, yeah, that was, like, the jury duty. It was, like, the worst throw ever. Remember the jury duty? She yeah. Wipes? Yeah. Natalie's a terrible throw. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> she was a basketball coach. And she's a terrible <gasps> throw. That's a huge plot hole. 
I'm mm-hmm. a basketball coach. I can throw you when you have aim. You have aim. <laughs> like when you have when you have power, you can shoot a basketball. Uh huh. You can throw keys. It was like, the worst throw I've ever like. He literally could have died because of that. Yeah, like because she also could have like thrown them like a little bit past him, and he had like sheltered to like grab. She threw it in between like safety. Yeah. Here and here, and she drops him right in the middle. <laughs> like if anything, you're like, okay, let me just. I'll throw it further so that it goes, you know, not, no, that's a plot hole. Natalie's Natalie never played basketball. <laughs> that's the real plot hole. <laughs> yeah. I just put Jack's only redeeming quality was his final save. And so pretty much nothing else that he did was showed that he was a good human being. So that's kind of, was kind of eh. rough. Also the pop- kill a lady. Well, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that it's true. He's not a murderer. So mm-hmm. I guess that's a good trait. Yeah. yeah. Good person. But even like the popcorn thing where he like ruined that moment mm-hmm. because he was like, oh yeah, after my mom died. <laughs> after my mom died, it was never the same. I gasped when I heard that. <laughs> I was like, oh no. His mom died. Because I, I honestly couldn't remember when the lady was being like, Adrian, why? Because I was thinking like, Surely that's not like his girlfriend or something, you know, like mm-hmm. I was, th- I couldn't really remember if it was fake or not. And I was like, oh, maybe it's real. And then he was like, it's fake. And I was like, oh no, it was fake. <laughs> so yeah. Are you done with dislikes? I have three more. I have two more. So okay. he tried lying to Monk and you go. <laughs> okay. Um, he tried, you mean just mean like throughout the whole episode? Yeah. Yeah. Like multiple times. Like the, I, I think I wrote that whenever he lied about his mom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that was a huge one. And like I said, and it ruined a good moment. Oh, yeah. The watch. I didn't kill the girl. Please help me. Please help me. Takes me to crime scene. Steals. And he was trying to steal her change. He was like, he was like, thing. she's not going to miss it. Which, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. She isn't going to do that. It was just going to be taken by the bank, sold off, and technically, he was her brother, so. They don't just give your stuff to the bank when you die. Your family gets it. Yeah, but what if she had no family? What if she had no family? She had what? a lover. She had a fornication yeah, but partner. Yeah, of Candace. <laughs> she did. They were the fornicators. <laughs> okay, I put... Uh, I already mentioned this just a little bit because it was an observation. That Wait, no, like, no, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. It's not even her watch. <laughs> Oh, you're he right. He didn't steal from a dead lady. It's not even her watch. That's true. It could- <laughs> I was thinking in my head, like, man, who'd she write her will out to? Like, the prisoners? That'd be funny. And then I was like, so who'd the watch go to? I was like, it's, it's a not her watch. man's watch. watch. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Huh. It's the murderer guy's watch. True. Yeah. Punked. That is true. He did try to steal her change, though. He stole it from a murderer. <laughs> Stole change from a dead lady. No, what he yeah. didn't actually do that. Did he put it back? No, yeah, he didn't. Monk made him. I don't think and so. then he no, put it in his Monk... pocket. Monk... And he said he's she's not gonna miss it. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't know. It... I'm not gonna bet on that because I don't remember. <laughs> he takes it and Monk's like, Monk says, "Put it back." And he's like, "Fine." And it's like all of it. And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> and he puts it all away. How did I miss that twice? Okay. <laughs> I don't. All right. I noticed this. It was a lot of the same scene over and over again, I feel like. It was a lot of Jack begging and pleading mm-hmm. and Monk giving in. 
So yeah. it was like, that happened like four times, I think. Which, and like, it makes sense in the sense that Jack was like a wanted fugitive, so he couldn't really like go outside or be seen with like the other characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it just seemed like that scene happened over and over. He would tell a lie, he'd get caught, he would beg and plead, Monk would say okay, and then he would lie, get caught, beg, plead, repeat, repeat, repeat. That's so. true. I agree with that. He did do that a lot. Okay, my next one is me knowing who the murderer was, which... Oh, yeah. It wasn't that obvious, it's just that I'm super smart. Um, <laughs> it was pretty obvious, though. Okay, and, and whenever you said that, I was like, okay, he's right... I was pretty sure that he was right because I didn't remember, like you said, why did they add the other guy, the warden? Mm -hmm. And you were like, or it was the warden. I'm not sure yet. And I was like, I'm not either. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I put the guy looks too shady. They should have got somebody else. He like, literally looked like he murdered someone. He looked like a murderer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, Oh I'm, my God, that guy was familiar too. What is he from? Do you know? Uh, yeah, you I do. Look it yeah. up? Okay. I mean, I only know him from a couple things. But I'm not sure that you would have watched these things. So what's his name? Let me look it up. Don't Noah. Well, just wait until, just wait until oh he's the guy. Gosh. What's the point? While I'm talking and rambling, <laughs> you can look it up. He was just so evil. <laughs> I also have some plot holes about him in general because I, I was thinking about it. I was like, this is my uh, this is my sec second to last one. Mm -hmm. Is that this was probably one of the most basic easy crimes ever. Like easy. Really, to, easy I liked it. No, no, like, easy to figure out. Oh, yeah. Like, easy to figure out what happened. Like, I feel like it was... This episode was all about Jack, and it was not crime about heavy. crime heavy, and the clues were confusing and mm -hmm. not that great. I think the, the, I think the plot was clever. Like, I think the, you know, the guy's plot was clever, but I just thought it was very basic for how unique Monk episodes usually are. Like, yeah. oh, wow, he did this, and this is how he did yeah. it. This was very straightforward. He lured the guy out there to shoot him. That was, like, that was it. That was the basis of that. That's was pretty clever. No, I know. I have that it's clever, but it's basic. Yeah. It's a clever plan, but it's so basic that we figured out how what he was doing, like, ten minutes into it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, if he didn't... If you're supposed to believe Jack Jr. didn't kill him, then that means that the guard who was shooting at him killed the girl so yeah the only was... thing i didn't get was that he made shiv do it made like was like in on it with shiv yeah that was it yeah that was the only thing not given to us yeah yeah that was that was the only thing that didn't really make sense is like why is the girl already there pre-dead and how did he know that the guy was going to come out of the tube? Mm -hmm. But that was like the only explanation for it. Yeah. He pre-killed her, put her in the car. And then had and, someone else. And it's, uh, had someone yeah. else come up. So exactly. Exactly. Oh, my, my very last thing. Random Dr. Bell family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were like, wait, that's the mom. No, that's the mom. No, go back. Go back. No. <laughs> there was three ladies. You know, you guys know what we're talking about. If you go, I didn't put the timestamp. But it's the only time we see Dr. Bell and Monk in a session. Yeah. And they're just trying to do something clever again with the camera work. And it's like this picture sitting on a desk. <laughs> and it zooms in. It's Dr. Bell and his family. And I was like, maybe it's like Hector Elizondo's family. And I looked up and it was like, I only found one place that said he had any children. And it was a son. 
And so I was like, nope, not his real family. So they took that picture for no reason for that episode. <laughs> Strange, right? I would meet them. That'd be cool. They didn't look super friendly, though. They did not. Yeah. <laughs> they all looked like the same person. <laughs> yeah, so. He looked, like, way too old for any of them. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was an interesting shot, guys. It was an interesting shot. It was. He's the guy. Candace, Candace, Candace. Look who has a he's the guy today. Oh, okay. He's the guy. And it's the main character, Jack. Oh, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty famous. He, he is the father on Diary of Wimpy Kid, which I recently rewatched a month ago, two months ago. I love that movie. There's and I did not recognize him from that. You know, like, remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that's he's totally the dad of the yeah. kid. Yeah. I remember because he's just psycho. Like, in the third movie, he's just psycho. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, really? I, I think I've seen the first one, and it was really good, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see the second one. But is it because there's like a plot like like the kids have a party or something and he's like, what happened to this door? Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. That's totally him. So it's Steve Zahn. Mm-hmm. He I knew his name instantly. I like I said I like Steve Zahn. So a lot of people who maybe don't like this episode maybe don't know Steve Zahn from other things. You know that's mm-hmm. one of those things that kind of happens. Kind of reminded me of like Brad Garrett on Buys a House. Like if you love Everybody Loves Raymond then you might like that episode more because you like Brad Garrett. It kind of reminded me of that. But I know Steve Zahn from National Security. He was in a movie called National Security with Martin Lawrence, and it's about these two security guards. Well, they're kind of like disgraced like police officers, and they both like they both like screw up at each of their respective jobs. And so they get stuck as security guards and then they're each other's partners. And then of course they get involved in like some like high stakes, like smuggling operation or something. Mm-hmm. And you know, like it's like the idiots become the heroes in the end, but they're both, you know, Steve mm-hmm. Zahn and yeah. Martin Lawrence are hilarious. Yeah. So the movie was really funny. And then the other thing I know uh, him from is friends and I could not figure out who it was from. Like, what? I thought it was the later season, so I couldn't remember. But it's totally like season two or three where Phoebe has a husband. And he, like, Steve's on, like, knocks on the door. And they're like, oh, who are you? And she's, he's like, oh, I'm Phoebe's husband. And they're like, Phoebe has a husband? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's gay, though. So it doesn't matter. Like, he's an he was like a, an ice capades guy and so he was gay and so she married him for i don't know i guess a green card or something because i guess he was canadian and so she married him for so he could get his green card and then it he reveals that he actually was straight and wants to get married to a girl (laughs) what yeah i was like oh that's so sad but yeah that's steve's on and then um what are you looking up i'm looking for titus welliver which is extremely famous in my opinion because I okay. Well, let me let don't me know who he is, but I recognize his face. <laughs> okay, so my next person is Titus Welliver. Okay, he played Daniel Reese, the killer. I know him from Suits and White Collar. Okay, so three episodes of Suits. I think I want to say he was a client because that's where a lot of people, you know, they they have a big case and so they're like a client and then they continue through a couple episodes until they like prosecute that case or whatever Mm -hmm. and then white collar he was in two episodes which is a show that high conrad was a producer (gasps) on remember yeah i love yeah i love 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 white collar and suits and white collar both usa shows like monk 
Wow, and Jesse TV. Yep. Okay, and then you're you're done, right? Yeah, I just don't know where he's from. The Titus? Yeah. Yeah. Did you you looked it up and you couldn't figure no. out anything? Hmm. He had to have been on some interview that I've seen or something, like yeah. very obscure. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, my next one is Jude Chickalella. He played the warden. Instantly, when those both of those guys walked up, I was like, I recognize them, and Toby recognized them both as well. And Jude Chickalella, I know him from The Terminal is a movie with Tom Hanks. I was from a long time ago. Uh, he was in an episode of House and an episode of Medium, but I know him best. He played Mike Novick. He was a chief of staff on 59 episodes of 24. And I absolutely love 24. Have I told you about the show 24 you before? Or do you know? Okay, so Jack Bauer. Have I ever told you who Kiefer Sutherland is? Yes. Okay, Kiefer Sutherland is Jack Bauer. So Jack Bauer is like a big name that you hear like mm-hmm. in pop culture. Because he's like such a bad A. And he's a, the best like detective. No, no, he's not a detective. Like a be- the best agent ever or whatever. So 24. Are you sure we haven't talked about this? I think we have once. 24 is... So everything happens... In, like, quote, real time. Mm-hmm. So an entire episode is one hour. So every single episode starts and it says 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And then it plays. So everything is in real time. Like, even including the commercials. So when the commercials come back, it's, like, 12.47. Wait, what like is it called? 24. Okay. And so an entire season is 24 episodes. So it goes from 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. And all of the... Every single episode is, like action-packed things like betrayals you know like things that would happen in an entire season of a show yeah happen in one day and it is so good i don't know if you're into that kind of stuff but it is so interesting and i i I don't think that's something i would like gravitate towards but uh my brother was telling me about it and he was like just watch it just watch it so i watched one episode and i was like hmm that's uh-huh. interesting. Like, you know, to see how they how they could possibly do that. There's like eight or nine seasons or something. And then they made like two movies or something that were like 12 hours or like half. It's like, it's such a good series. It is su- such an insanely, incredibly clever show. It's wild. It's wild that, that they could do that. And you know how they have people who check like continuity and stuff? Uh-huh. It's like, you have to have the same haircut for a whole year. Because you can't grow hair in a day. In a day. Yeah. So is that not crazy? Okay, my last one's a doozy. Are you ready? Go ahead. Okay. This is... Okay, I was starting to look it up because Jack said that this lady was his mother, right? Mm-hmm. So she sounded like an older, like, why? Okay. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I wonder who she was because he she ends up being his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so so actually she should be a young woman who could do an older woman's voice. So I looked it up and her her name, her name is Eileen Gruba. So I could not find her age anywhere. Like her IMDb wiki, nothing said her age, Mm -hmm. but her credits, she is on another episode of Monk, like as a person where you can see her. So, if she? you want to see her, she is on Natalie's very first episode, The Red, Red Herring. Herring. Okay. At timestamp 34 minutes and 43 seconds. She's credited as mom, but Natalie straight up calls her Stacy. And it's where they're running through the science fair, 
trying to find, I guess, the fish or the bad guy or the moon rock or something like that. And Natalie's running through and she's like, Stacy, have you seen Julie? And she's like, oh, she's over there. Boom. That's her. That's Eileen Gruba. Wait. Who plays Stacy in that episode, who plays the voice of Jack's mom in this episode. Holy crap. Super weird. It just makes you wonder all the other people that you never look up, you know? I was literally thinking about that. Like, would they hire an old woman or a young woman? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Red herring. What's the time stamp? 34-43. I have to see her. I have to see her. No. So she's, like, middle-aged, above-middle-aged woman. Yeah, so couldn't be his mother or his girlfriend. Right? I mean, I don't think so. Is that lady more likely to be his mother or his girlfriend? Neither, Neither, right? Yeah. Neither, yeah, no. Okay, well, that was my interesting tidbit for He's the Guy, and now on to... Junk time. Okay, I need one of my Pop-Tart bites real bad. I've been chomping. I'm sure everyone has noticed. I've been slowly chomping on my Chex Mix Mm-mm-mm. all episode. I'll just lick it at, and put it on top of the bag. <laughs> Ew. That's the only good part. It's delicious. That's why the white trash and the Lone Star trash are so good. Because it's, just it's stuff. covered yeah. in that seasoning or the powder so you can eat it. Mm-hmm. And, and not go, mm, this is bland. Mm-hmm. So, brother, dear brother, <laughs> would you harbor me as a fugitive? What am I supposed to say to that? I'm going to answer it too, and you can guess what I'm going to say. You're going to say yeah. You're going to say yeah to me, because I'm just such a lovable rogue. <laughs> it's um, interesting because we have different personalities. Yeah. So, I feel like if I did something... You would be like, there's no way she did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, mm, you might have. <laughs> you definitely would have thought I did it. Uh, I was trying to think. Because would it really be up to me? Like, if you only came to me, like, which, first of all, why? Oh, out of all my siblings. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That would be interesting. And your husband. I went through all my siblings. You're the last one. But I don't tell you that. <laughs> you also can't tell any of our siblings because um, I came to you first, not last. <laughs> You're just my favorite. Oh, yeah. Because, no. I hate to say it because for me, you have to say yes. I'm just a, a lonely child who needs somebody, right? Okay. And you... By the way, I wasn't you, picturing this as you being a child, but if that makes sense. Like, I'm like I'm you're an adult, adult I, I'm, and you come to me. Okay. Oh, so that means I, because my justification for not taking you in is that I'm a young baby boy. Oh, no, 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 no. This is I have future. my tiny room. <laughs> so it's like, where are you supposed Noah's, to stay? My closet. Noah's all fine about the fugitive thing. He doesn't know where I'm going to sleep. <laughs> It's like, wait a second, how am I going to sneak extra food? I eat a lot I anyway. Literally, I would pull a bed under my bed for like sleepovers or whatever, so that you'd be fine. But I was it's just... Okay. I have like two extra rooms, so, and 
I live in an apartment or what? Give me my, give me my. Oh my god. <laughs> you live in Monk's apartment. Oh. And I come to you. Do I have a wife and kids? What's the, what's Your the wife is dead. She's been dead for <laughs> 13 years. She was killed, happened to be by a car bomb. Mm-hmm. I was accused of killing a woman after, after crawling through the sewer. <laughs> okay. And I come to you. I did steal cars, though. <laughs> but I'm asking you to clear my name. And my brother's name is Ambrose. Okay. I got this. No. <laughs> I... See, since we're going over monk rules, I'm a detective, <laughs> of course, right? Mm-hmm. I I have a, I have an allegiance to the badge, Candace. Mm-hmm. I will once I put you up back in bars, solve your case. However, be like he didn't actually kill the dude. Blah blah blah. But I would not. <laughs> That's crazy because he was also lying about that. He only wanted him to clear his name so that he could go to Paraguay. Yeah, he didn't. His lie was, oh, I can't go back to prison because if they figure out that I killed that woman, I'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it maybe was true, but... Probably. It probably was, but that was the lie that he had to tell so that Monk wouldn't send him back to prison and do what you're saying. Well, I'll just send you back to prison and then I'll help you. No, 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 I can't do that. So, my short answer is no. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. So, any siblings, if you're listening to the pod... Please don't come to me. You know I'm the one that doesn't want to know. That's true. Fi- uh, I don't think I would come to you. You will confide in your other siblings. Your other siblings will tell me, mm-hmm. and then that's how I'll get the information, and then I probably won't say anything. But if you come to me straight up, I'm like, dude, are you being serious? <laughs> how am I not supposed to call 911 right now? Because I don't have a fugitive bone in my body. <laughs> so you probably give me a freaking heart attack or something. Like, yeah, I can't. Nope. You definitely would not. Answer is no. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know everything. I'm what we call a goody goody. You definitely are. Oh, I can't handle that type I of would have, but it's, but it's like, I'm a detective now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a life in San Francisco, Candace. Okay, what if you're just a away. What if you're just a graphics designer? Some Joe Smo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Same if my if my apartment's big enough, <laughs> if exactly. I get to have Monk's apartment, yeah, you can. You can I br- definitely would actually. You uh, you can bring Shiv too. <laughs> There's room for all. Shiv seems cool. <laughs> okay, so know what people do not realize this about us: we are siblings. Uh huh. We don't necessarily keep it a secret. It just surprisingly doesn't really come up that much in conversation. So do people not know? There's some, I mean, there are people who ask often. How do you guys know each other? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. No. Because it just doesn't really honestly come up. Uh-huh. So, my question is just, how many siblings do you have? Oh. Yes, my question is, how many siblings do you have? <laughs> you have more than me. Dang it, freak. Like, just in, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have three brothers. <laughs> Where did I get that number from? <laughs> Sorry, three sisters and one brother. Wait, what? Three sisters and one brother. Oh, you do? I don't... <laughs> what was I doing? Oh, I was... I feel like I was counting mine and you were also counting mine. You're like, I have three brothers and... Wait. <laughs> I have three brothers and three sisters. That's three. my that's my go-to answer because I think I memorized it now. <laughs> yeah. So you have um, an extra sister and two extra brothers? 
Yeah. Mm. I have two. I have three brothers because I have two brothers on my dad's side, one on my mom's side, and I have two sisters on my dad's side mm-hmm. and one on my mom's side. Dang. Yep. I, that's so weird that people don't know. Yeah. That's a weird, like, situation to be in. Like, you're, like, 10 years older than Noah. How do you know him? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. And I'm like, oh, and I coach you. Like, that comes up. Yeah, all, that, that comes, comes up all lot. the time. Yeah, but not that we're related. This, I just took this kid home after volleyball practice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, my next one, my next question is, I'm definitely putting you on the spot here, okay? Would you round me up? What? Remember in the episode mm-hmm. when he's like, when, when Jack is like, oh, we're brothers. And he's like, half brothers. And he's like, oh, I was yeah, rounding up. Yeah, I round up. Round up. Okay, okay, okay. I rounded you up by counting. What'd but, you three? That's true. You didn't say, oh, I have three. Two and a half. <laughs> that's so sad. I forgot to, honestly, I forgot to say that. It was because I wrote it so early on. You wrote it to I, say what a... No, two? In my dislikes. No, I wrote half bro. I am personally offended. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, so like I said, I have three brothers, and three sisters, but I don't have a full sibling. Uh-huh. No, none of my siblings are full siblings. So we, I do not have the same mom and same dad as anyone. So to me, every sibling that I have is all equal. Yeah, full. So exactly, it's uh-huh. full to me. I know they're my half siblings, but they're full to me. Mm-hmm. And then so my other si- like half of my siblings are all full siblings to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they, if they ever say like, "Oh, well, that's my half sister," I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that cuts me," because I'm like, "I, you're my full sibling." <laughs> so it's so weird to me. So whenever he's like, Monk was like. Half, we're half. I was like, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> but it's because him and Ambrose are full, and then he doesn't know them. And yeah. I've also had a lot of step siblings in my life, and as soon as they became my siblings, I counted them as siblings to uh-huh. me because I'm like, well, if my parents are getting married, and that's like the law, like that, you know, it's like if that bond is recognized, then how is my bond to them not recognized? Mm-hmm. They're just instant siblings to me. Yeah, unfortunately. As soon as they divorce, they're no longer my siblings. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I have so, I literally have like so many ex-sisters and that's such a weird thing. Ex-sisters. Wow. Yeah. So it's like ex-step-sisters. This, I'm breaking up. But you. I counted them as my sisters and my brothers when, you know, we were all together. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, I have a, I have a crazy family tree. I've been told I should write a book. Just say, I, by just, me. Let's just say that. <laughs> like <laughs> multiple times by multiple people. Yeah. It's it's like a movie. No, you should write a, write a movie? No, you should direct a movie. But no, you can you. write a movie, can't you? Like a script. Yeah. That's what it's called, but, write a script. But, you, but like, wouldn't you want to be director? No, of your own movie. Yeah, About your guess, own yeah. movie. Yeah, you'd want to be Or I could just let other people take liberties so that I don't get in trouble. <laughs> That'd be nice. All right. I think that's it for junk time. Plot holes. Welcome back to... Aw, dang it. I haven't done that in a while. Welcome back to Aw, dang it? No, welcome back to junk time. Oh. I usually do that all the time. That's okay. (laughs) It is okay. I have one, two, three, four, five plot holes. Dang. Okay, I have quite a few. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, (laughs) eight. Oh my. I have like eight. 
Okay, go for it. Okay, uh, stop me if you have one. But okay, Monk calls nine one one and then hangs on the line for a really long time, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Sorry, my mistake," and nobody sends the cops. Like usually they like give you a call back or something if you don't answer they. I was literally just thinking about that because, you know, okay, because once I was like bored and I was like hit and everyone, and then they showed up. <laughs> I was I called and you were how old? Like, young. I called 12. and then I hung up. <laughs> I was twelve and a half. Uh, nine one one, called for like half a second, hung up because I got scared, <laughs> and then they showed up. Yeah. So that's why I don't get in like cop movies. Or shows whenever they're like thirty seconds, we have to trace them. Get to trace the call. Oh, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Or they like sixty seconds. You have to keep them on the phone for an entire minute. Hey, how yeah, is they your just day? show up <laughs> at your house. Yeah, yeah. I think they do that because like that way, whenever you are a criminal, like just by some wild chance, a criminal calls and is like, "Well, they oh. they can't track me. <laughs> they have to wait like thirty <laughs> seconds or something." That's my idea. That's what I was thinking of. Like, why would they do that? Just how many criminals are they caught? Can <laughs> be like, they can't track me. They yeah. show up. I genuinely don't have an idea for that because they always say like, if you call from a landline, we'll track. Did you call from a landline or a cell phone? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, because if you call from a landline, then they'll know exactly where uh-huh. you are. You know, like a home phone. But yeah. a cell phone, they're like, well, there's too many towers. We can't triangulate it unless you give us like 60 seconds. So. Hmm. But yeah, Monk was calling from a landline, is my point. Huh. So, why couldn't Monk say that he was his half-brother to Stottlemyre and Randy and Natalie? That would have been much less suspicious than a pen pal. Nobody really believed that that was a... I mean, they they actually did, but <sighs> they why? They Monk. And, I, and... No, 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 that's true. They trust Monk, so they believe that's a pen pal, but why didn't Monk just say... This is my brother, Jack Cause Jr. Then, no, because then it's like, oh, can we meet him? Blah, blah, blah. Like, let's have lunch. Let's have dinner. Whatever. Which of the pen pal is like, I don't really care. Mm, true. Good one. Debunked. I like that answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, you know, you don't have to know anything about my pen pal. Like, why would you want to get to know my pen pal? That's dumb. Yep. Very true, Noah. Mm-hmm. Good Thank one. you. Thank you. Um, The guard tower who was shooting... Joe, quote unquote, Joe Endicott, aka Jack Jr., yeah. as soon as he escaped from prison, his aim was, was so oh bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was god awful. Wait a second. Okay, this is, that's not only just, oh, his aim was terrible. Ha 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 ha. This was his plan, people. Mm-hmm. His plan was to shoot Shiv and kill him. Yet when Jack pops up out of the sewer, the guy can't shoot him and kill him. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what would have happened? Cause Jack Jr. Didn't know about this plan. Shiv would have known that Reese was in on it with him. So when he popped up out of the sewer and got shot and didn't get hit, he would have been like, holy crap, this guy tried to kill me when I popped up out of the sewer. Mm-hmm. Right. Wasn't his, wasn't his plan to kill Shiv when he popped up out of the thing. It yeah. wasn't to not kill him. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. He's an idiot. So he planned, hey, I'm going to help you get out of prison. So he got up out of the it hole doesn't, it doesn't so really that he was going to kill though. him. It doesn't really matter. Because it, no, because if Shiv had gone to anyone, he would have been like, I, yeah, I escaped from prison, but this guy tried to kill me. Like this, this prison guard was in on it. He let me escape from prison and then he tried to kill me. So I didn't kill that lady. He killed her. 
That's why Shiv did die in For the wreck room. Oh, oh, because yeah, he, he because he knew the plan. Because he knew the plan. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So that was the the Reese's. That was his plan the whole time was to kill Shiv when he popped up out of that hole. You're right. And he was that bad of an aim. And then he was even closer to Monk and Natalie and Jack Jr. when he got on top of his house. He was even closer to them and still couldn't shoot them. Mm-hmm. Who's paying this guy to be a prison guard? Hunter's aim is literally it, the worst aim I've ever seen in my life. It was terrible. Like, was, so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> was That's so a pretty bad. big plot hole. Yeah. It was terrible. It That's was, pretty bad. It was like Stormtrooper level bad. My next one is really small. It's a continuity error. 29 minutes, 38 second timestamp. Dr. Bell is just straight up wearing glasses. And then isn't. And, and he's the, holding them in his hand. Yeah, like he's, you can see from the back of his head he's wearing glasses. And I'm thinking, was he wearing glasses in that scene? Like up until that point? And then flip around and nope, they're in his hand. So Dr. Bell's glasses disappear. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, there are two other weird errors. Jack Monk Jr. puts his hands over his mouth at 2645. And he puts his hands in his mouth and then a second passes and then the camera shifts and then he does it again. Mm-hmm. Like in half a second. It was it was so weird. Which I actually thought was interesting because that must have meant it was a stage direction. Like he does he's that. He's supposed to. Yeah, he's supposed to do that. Yeah. Or he did the same, you know, he did it the same way multiple times, which I was like, oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What was your other weird one? Or your other error? Um, Daniel Reese, a.k.a. the Watchtower Guard, at 35, 38 through 48, uh, what goes off screen at 38 and was on top of his roof by 48. So he ran upstairs, or upstairs, or back in the backyard to a ladder in 10 seconds, not to mention he had to grab his gun. This is a huge plot hole. You're not playing this up very well. I think that's a big plot hole. Mm-hmm. We're talking 10 seconds. This guy leaves Monk and Natalie. That's that 10 seconds he goes off screen. So it puts him like another two seconds to walk inside. How did he jump up on the roof or like climb up on the roof in 10 seconds, get his gun, do all the things, Mm -hmm. have terrible aim? Because he. (laughs) Like he's obviously not a good, you know. Because he's like, okay, well, we made a mistake. Have a nice day. And he's like, don't look back. He's the murderer. Let's go. And they, it cuts to Jack Jr. for like half a second. Cuts back while he's talking. And they're like, okay, let's get in the car. And then he's boom. And they're like, okay, 95% sure he's the guy. Yeah. 10 seconds, people. L- like literally less than Test like... it out at home and send us your videos. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Please do not climb up on your roof with a gun and shoot things. Please don't. That was a joke. Okay. My next one is... Does hiding a murderer or fugitive, I mean, slash murderer, does that apply to patient confidentiality when Monk tells Dr. Bell that he has a prisoner? I was thinking about that, and I think so. Because this is what my understanding is, like, just a very base level, is that only if the patient plans on harming other people or themselves... It's like if they're planning on killing themselves or if they're planning on murdering or hurting somebody else. So if he just said, oh, I'm harboring a fugitive, then Dr. Bell is under no obligation to say anything. But 
I feel like he's like. I just thought I, I just thought I'd throw that question out there. And no, case because you're like, yeah, no, he. You know what I mean? If somebody else knows. Yeah, because uh, priests. Yeah, look at me, Catholic knowledge. Uh so uh, confession, right? You tell your sins or whatnot, and they're not allowed to say anything, no matter what. So, like, I killed twenty people. Okay, here's your penance. Blah blah blah. What if Good you luck. say like I have serial killer? I'm a serial killer, and I plan on killing again. Can they say anything? No. Oh, you're not allowed to say anything. That's scary. Or you're like excommunicated, like Scientology. Ooh. <laughs> so but, you're actually a Scientologist. No, <laughs> like, like you're not allowed to say anything. Is that crazy? How much guilt you'd have to go through? Like, jeez. This guy killed five people. Which I I guess it's super rare. But again, I'm thinking more of future tense. Like I can't change. Like oh, you're forgiven. Mm-hmm. I can't change what's happened. But if someone's like, yeah, I and plan I'm gonna, on killing someone. <laughs> I'm gonna kill six more tomorrow though. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what do they say? Like, well, I can't pre forgive you, so just come back tomorrow <laughs> after you do it. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Okay. My next one is Monk would so know about extradition laws. He would so know that. That is like one of those little things where like Dr. Bell's like, oh, I happen to be doing prison work in Paraguay and their extradition laws have changed. Blah, blah, blah. That's something that Monk would know. Like that's like it's this is not a foolproof like plot hole, mm-hmm. but it's just like one of those tidbits of knowledge Dr. Bell know that and, and not Monk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe even like Randy or Sommer. Yeah. Which I don't know how they would talk about that and be like. Got that into like the. They could have figured out a way. Yeah. Like they just happened to mention, oh, my pen pal speaks, you know, whatever. Paraguese? What did he say? He said it was like Guerto or something. Oh. I didn't hear that either. What do Portuguese. Paraguayans. Paraguayans. What? Spanish. Oh, Guarani. Guarani. Interesting. Guarani. Yeah, that's definitely not a foolproof, like, plot hole, but I just feel like that was, like, a lot of plot convenience that Dr. Bell would know, like you said, instead of, like, someone like Randy or the captain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, do you have any more? Yes. Okay, give me one. Um, before the this episode, we had a whole episode about Monk's dad, and they've never said anything. Monk's dad and Ambrose. Like, all of Ambrose's episodes. They've never said anything about Monk's dad being an alcoholic. Which they, yeah. they seem to weirdly bond over. Which is like... Yes. Bro, we got robbed. They did weirdly they bond like, over that. They were like, um... How do you like his coffee with whiskey in it? That was never a thing. He was like a normal dad, and then he just... Ran went out. to the store and ran out, yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. I did. Th- I did think of. I did get the hints of the alcoholism, and I kind of questioned it. And then, but I didn't think about the fact that Monk confirmed it by saying, "Like, oh yeah, I'm the coffee. Mm-hmm. He does whiskey." Interesting. That's a good one. I like that one. Thank you. Okay, I put Randy's key joke at the end. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, was <clears throat> dumb. Uh, does that mean that we're supposed to believe that? Jack Jr. stole Randy's keys. And he's going to escape. <laughs> and he's going to escape after, like, the touching moment where they hugged mm-hmm. and all of this. 
again, is Jack going to ruin another good moment and try to escape? Like, I didn't like that joke, nor did I understand that joke, if that's what that was implying, or if not. So, I just didn't like that. That was definitely what it was implying. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, my last one is, I think they should have made it. So, because you know when, you know when they're at her, the girl who was murdered his house? Lindsay. Oh, yeah, Lindsay Bishop. Bishop. Whenever they go to her house, they are looking at the wall, and they're like, these photos suck. No one would put these up. And that's how they figure out that there was, like, an affair or something, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I think, why wouldn't he just take them off the wall and leave blank space there? And secondly, Mm. why wouldn't he, like, why couldn't it have been, like, oh, it's something bad? It could have been, like, either a good photo or they could have been, like, hey, something's wrong here. This is the same photo that was in the foyer. Okay, he wouldn't have been able to take the picture frames off the wall because there would have been nails or some type of hanging. Mm -hmm. Something that they would be like, there's pictures missing. And that would have been a dead giveaway that someone was trying to hide pictures. Mm -hmm. What was the other thing you said? That... Like, I feel like giving bad photos is worse than, like, repeating a photo. And, like, these are the same pictures. No, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. He, so what would have happened was he went to her apartment and he saw pictures of himself in there. So he took them out yeah, yeah. and then like, but on the fly, not like he went to go get pictures developed that were bad. He probably found some like envelopes of old pictures and he just stuck any old pictures in the thing. He should have chose better pictures, but I think that they were implying that like he found a stash of photos that were like not good ones. Now, if you have a stash of photos, you probably have more that are good than what he put on the mm-hmm. wall. So I, th- I still think it's a decent plot hole, just not exactly how you fixed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think if you, like, like say, I have a huge photo box under my bed. If you wanted to switch out some photos, you yeah. would f- be able to find good photos, not Crappy terrible photos, ones yeah. that are, like, out of focus and stuff. So I like it. That's a solid one. I also, I was actually going to put that in my likes and I forgot. I love that Jack Jr. figured that out. He's the one that figured that out. These photos suck. He was like, God, these photos are terrible. There's something wrong here. These, no one would use these photos. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're the Monk brothers. And then he, he attributes all of his success and he's like, because Monk's like, oh, it was probably an affair. And he's like, wow, you're a genius. And it's like, but you figured out that those pictures sucked. Yeah. Monk would have never figured that out because Monk would have been like, I don't know. he (laughs) He doesn't get that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, I have two more. One really quickly. He said the most beautiful women were from Paraguay. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that doesn't sound right. And so I looked it up and I found, you know, I just typed in like most beautiful women. What country are they from? <laughs> are you kidding me? And well, because I've heard these lists before. Yeah. Like, oh, the most beautiful women come from number one, Brazil. Number two, Ukraine. Number three, South Korea. Four, Denmark. And five, Colombia. Colombia. So, I, I am Colombian. Noah is. He is a beautiful woman. I am. <laughs> um, and then my last one is actually an update. Remember when we discussed, is it illegal to escape from prison? This was in Mr. Monk is on the run. Mm-hmm. Because we were like, wait a second. Is it illegal for a monk to escape from prison? If he didn't do it. If he didn't do it. Which mm. Jack Jr. did do it. But the fact that they added more time to his sentence... Mean means that, that, that is a punishment. It, 
is a punishment if for you, leaving. Yeah. And if it's not illegal, you can't just throw time onto somebody's thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you made me mad, so I'm going to add prison time. Like, no, this is illegal, so I'm adding more time. So we answered our own question. That's a little plot hole update. Whoa, 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 whoa. But he escaped for something he didn't do. And he escaped for something that he did do. Yeah, but technically my question was, is it illegal to escape? Because remember, I was like, see, even if you did do it and you got out of jail and they put you back in, it's like, well, you have nothing to lose. So Mm -hmm. do they even like add more time or do they just throw you back in jail? But they did add more time. So that makes it illegal. I get what you're saying, but I th- my my general question back then was, is it illegal at all? What is that called? Remember we were talking about, like, is it called, like, prison break or jail break or harboring or whatever? So, but we figured it out. So, all right. Next segment. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. All right. <laughs> I had a 10. What? That was so easy. Out of ten, hands to God. Oh, I had that one too. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, I put out of ten lovable rogues. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I also put out of ten stolen watches and mm-hmm. ten silver spoons, but mm. I like lovable rogues. So <laughs> I also had hands to God, but you had that one. That was easy. That was easy. Mm-hmm. Okay, crazy moments. Can you think of any crazy moments? Just wondering. Oh yeah. Okay. This is my shortest list ever, yeah. I, I feel like. This so, one is really not that much. Uh, Gunbox, what was it? I don't have that. It's not on that? Mm-mm. I was I like, get. I had to have missed something. Cutting the pancakes. Of course. Whenever Jack is going through the... He's telling the story, and he's like, yeah, yeah I, I escaped. I went through the sewer, and then I came up out of the top, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. Go, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> you went through the what? <laughs> I went through the sewer, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, go back. Go back. Where did you go from? <laughs> Went through the sewer. Wait. Wait. <laughs> go back. <laughs> I think he I... just wants to go back to a time before he knew that he was <laughs> and, and, the then, sewer. No, and then it cuts to him, and he's in the shower, and he's like, can I come out now? And he's like, no. <laughs> I'm <He's>... freezing. <laughs> the water's not hot anymore. <laughs> Keep scrubbing. <laughs> he doesn't get his own Wayne Gretzky reference. Oh, yeah. That one's not that bad. He vacuums during the movie. He's like, oh, yeah. he's like, nee. which again, I totally, I totally do that. Like when y'all are in there playing video games and stuff, I'm always constantly like cleaning. So I can get that. Uh, fornication partner. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is, okay, on three, you come up with an idea. That one is terrible. I hated that. <laughs> no, I did totally hate that. I was like, why? Dude? He was like, no time for a one-liner month. It's <laughs> so funny. So, okay. I have 10 hands to God. What did you say? I gave him a three. Okay. But you made me realize that it was the shortest list you've ever had, which I'll give him a 1.2. A 1.2. Okay. So out of 10 lovable rogues, I gave him two because it was the shortest list ever, but I gave him a point. Like, you know, I feel like one is... I feel like our scales are like one to ten, right? There's no mm-hmm. such thing as a zero. Mm-hmm. So one is just like nothing. Yeah. Two, I gave him a two because he kept trusting Jack. After he kept catching him in lies, he kept trusting him. So like he really did. He like it's like his he knew he didn't murder her, yeah. but he kept lying. Yeah. So that was the only thing I just yeah he kept giving in. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, two. 
A 1.2 and a 2. A 1.2. That's like the smallest I've ever had. I was thinking <laughs> of putting a 0.2. A 0.2. So we do go lower than one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Final one. Okay, wait. I, I just had to remember it. Sorry. Rate this episode. Candace, what would you rate this episode? Okay. I don't know if I want you to go first or not, but... I, I'll go first. Okay, go okay. I feel like I'm rating this episode off of entertainment value. Agreed. I personally like Jack Jr. for the comedy he provides. And quite frankly, I think that he carried this episode. <laughs> yeah, same. Just about everything else was lacking. The crime, the mystery, and the side characters. They probably just should have steered clear of this storyline, in my opinion. But I did like it better than Mr. Mocus Underwater, and I couldn't really decide if I liked it better than, like, Falls in Love or Takes a Punch. But I do like Steve Zahn, so I'm giving it, a, like, an extra, like, feel like 0.5 for mm-hmm. that. Again, I think he carried it. I really think he carried it. So I'm going with a 10.75. Really? Yeah. 7.5. That's terrible. Okay. I feel like mine was a little high. Now that you did a low one, I feel like it'll do good in the in the rankings, which is good. Because I looked up my takes a punch, and it was eight. Mm-hmm. And this was better than takes a punch, in my opinion. Takes a punch was good, but it wasn't this good. Okay. So, that leaves me with a nine out of ten. I loved it. Okay. Yeah, and I think, I felt like, because you kept affirming me, but... If anyone's confused, like, I'm rating this off of entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. I was actually entertained. Because, like I said before, I don't like Jack Monk as his brother. Like, that's what, like, that's why I said that. I don't think they should have... I, I don't think they should have done the storyline. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessary. I think that we had Jack Sr., the thought of Jack Jr. I don't think that this was necessary whatsoever. But they did do it, and it was entertaining. So... I don't think anything else, like, the like this is not a memorable crime. Not mm-hmm. even close to a memorable crime. There was no other characters in it. Mm-hmm. And so Steve Zahn had to carry that because they, he was in every second of the episode. So, I mean, at least they chose somebody funny. They mm-hmm. could have chose worse. I, I, don't, like, I don't think... I think that Jack Jr.'s casting was better than the dad's casting. I think that he... I think he was a good setup... That that was the dad, so that was the son. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I think that and Steve then, Zahn was a better choice than the dad. I liked it because we've already got this picture of Jack Jr. in our head, and he kind of fits it. He, fit, he fits my picture of Jack Jr. Yeah. He went to jail, and he has super long hair. Yeah. And that's Jack Jr. in my head. Yeah. It's true. He nailed it. I loved it. All right, so that's like what uh, what's in the middle of that. Like oh, did it, you get 7.5? Yeah, so it's not it's an 8.23. 8. 8. 8. Yeah, something like that. 8.5. Okay. 8. All right, guys. We're going to go eat dinner. Yeah. Do the things. It's only six. That's good. I thought it was later. So, all right, guys. We'll see you next week.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.